Hello and welcome to Intuitive Journey with Desiree. I am Desiree Holmes, Sharini, your host. And I am going to discuss happiness today. Uh, big topic. I'm going to try to make it uh, kind of a shorter uh, episode here and straightforward. So, so many people aren't happy. So they self-report that they're not happy. There's evidence just being around them that they're not happy. When you walk down the street or even just you know, look at uh, people on TV, their facial expressions can tell you a lot. And it's clear to see that a lot of people are not experiencing even the simple state of contentment. They are frowning. They are short-tempered. You drive down the street, you definitely can tell people are not happy. They're discourteous. They're beyond that. They're rude. They can be mean, selfish, all sorts of behaviors that stem from unhappiness. So the bottom line is that if you can be happy or if someone's happy, then it has a great flow from around them that they can influence a happier state for everyone that they interact with, even when they don't know them. Like I said, driving down the street even just standing in line, holding the door, the simple things. And the really ironic thing about happiness is that behaving in the way that a happy person would behave increases happiness. So we're going to get to techniques uh, and ideas about that. But first, here I think could be a lot of the root for unhappiness Unhappiness can stem from comparing your level of what you have or your accomplishment or your, you know, where you live, all those sort of things to others. And we, uh, as a society, equate uh, possessions and money and income level and looks with happiness. But like the Beatles said, money can't buy you love and it can't make you happy. There are certain things that are intrinsic that need to be recognized from the inside out, not from the outside in. And happiness is one of those. So it may be a lot, you know, I've done past uh, podcasts and episodes. And, and again, this is a podcast and an episode, a uh, video episode on Transformation TV as well as my um, podcast. So I've done uh, other episodes that talk about uh, extrinsic versus intrinsic, uh, going in versus going out. But I'm, you know, maybe you didn't listen to every episode. And, and again, this is uh, more specific on that area, is about our society in a way, uh, Western society as a whole, has seemed to put a lot of emphasis on what we own, how much we make, social status. And in a way, you know, it's not really your fault, my fault, uh, about sensing that a sense of unhappiness or dissatisfaction or lack of fulfillment if you don't achieve a certain level of those things. But as it's been proven time and again, Achieving money doesn't necessarily create happiness. It might make things easier, 
But if the person's not happy before they have money, they're not going to be happy after the money. Um, and again, this is, um, I'm recording this during the uh, April of 2020, and a lot of people are locked inside out of their jobs right now, either lost a job or not working and staying inside. And this is a unique opportunity for so many people to recognize what they need or don't need to a lot of people have kind of talked about this as the great equalizer that no matter who you are, you are susceptible to being inside to not necessarily expressing yourself um, through your money or driving your pretty car, you know, being out there in your special job that people are spending time inside with family and they're in touch with, even if they're not at home with them, they find themselves in touch with uh, significant other people. And as people spend time more retrospective, they may, may, depending on where their head's at, begin to recognize what really makes them happy and how simply you can live without all of this outside stuff. Uh, the restaurant, the, the shows, the, the trips, that how simply you can live. And if you can create a level of satisfaction and happiness locked up inside, then you actually get a foot up on having satisfaction and happiness when you do return to your normal routine. I know so many people that, uh, and, and I've done it too, I'm sure I still do it. I think, well, if this would happen, I'd be happy. And yes, I'd be happy, but then it wouldn't be a lasting satisfaction necessarily. So we are, uh, as a people, as a society, always looking for the next thing, always looking for the next thing that's going to make us happy. And that's not what makes you happy. What you can learn to be happy about is looking forward to that next thing and enjoying that next thing but not waiting for that next thing to be the thing that makes you happy. The new car is great. That's wonderful. But after a while, the new car is not the new car anymore. And a sense of dissatisfaction may return or the new house or the new dress or the new shoes. Not like I know anything about that, <laughs> but um, you know, and pretty soon you're like, yeah, you know, that was fun, but you know, um, as I spoke about on my last podcast about the drama, you know, this is like a, a, a little high that you can get, but it's not true happiness. So uh, studies have been done uh, to measure happiness in societies around the world. And some of the happiest cultures and societies are the simplest. They are people that may not even have cars. They live very simply. They don't rely on a lot of technology, but what they have is community. So as I move into how to create happiness, if you're feeling like you don't have it, how can you create happiness? Having a supportive community, having a sense of belonging is a big piece of happiness. So you have family, some people have church, some people have their neighborhood, some people have clubs or groups. A sense of belonging is really big in the happiness area. Now, so many people actually are 
besides right now, sort of isolated, especially once again in our society, people don't gather together. So if you are one of those people, if you could find ways to maintain and or create closer and tighter bonds with people that matter to you, supportive, loving people, your friends, your family, and nourish that. Let that not just be something that you occasionally uh, do just to say, how are you? But start, start more of a dialogue, more of a conversation, and more a, a tighter fit with people that you feel good around. Now, that's another thing, is happiness is also created by your environment. It, it's inside, you know, but also if you're around happy people, you're going to get that sense of happiness growing inside of you. If you're around negative people and angry people, yeah, we're all energetic beings and that negativity, negativity and anger is going to diminish our sense of positivity and happiness. So yes, externally, you can look for community. Externally, you can look for happy people to be around. Avoid being around the negative people. You want happiness? The negative, the angry people, the downers you know you can you can just check in on them how are you doing and then back off and spend the majority of your communications and time with people that have a positive and optimistic outlook people that like to laugh people that like to have fun people that will get you laughing if you're one of those people that tends to be a little bit negative allow yourself to find upbeat people and enjoy release some of that negativity so that's another way um, also expectations when your expectations are too high then you set yourself up for disappointment now I, believe me I like to have high expectations but uh, you, you can expect but buffer yourself right because expectations unmet expectations can be a source of disappointment disappointment can lead to unhappiness. However, if you, again, like I was saying, if you have that inner strength and source of happiness, then it will bounce off. It'll be like, oh, well, that didn't work, which leads to perception. The way you view things, the way you label things, the, um, along with expectations, the way that you see what happens around you in your world and how you choose to interpret that will have a big impact on your level of happiness. So if you find yourself being one of those people that gets a disappointment and you say, oh, well, things never work out for me, as opposed to the person who says, oh, well, it wasn't meant to be. Next time, we'll see what happens. I'll just move on to the next thing. You see the difference? The same thing could be happening right in front of you, but the way that you choose to incorporate that into your mindset will feed your level of happiness. So if you can catch yourself, you know, saying, you know, looking at the dark side instead of the light side or the negative side, instead of feeling like you don't have enough, uh, you know, say, you know, there are people, honestly, um, here's an example. Um, I won't go specific here, but there was a, you know, kind of gruesome that, uh, you know, years ago, I guess these, um, there were 
well, there's a few stories like this, so I'll do this generally. People that had a whole lot of money, had an inheritance, or had a gifts and um, weren't satisfied because it wasn't enough, right? And then were angry at their benefactor or where the money came from. It's like somebody saying, coming over and handing you $10, and you're like, well, thanks a lot. You know, I really wanted 20 right? So not seeing the positive, not, not looking at the positive side, but always looking at what you don't have, what you didn't get, will really set you up to be unhappy. So there are some exercises you can go through for this. You can sit down and write all the pros and not the cons. All the good things that you have and not the bad things. So I know if you're making a decision on something, you write down pros and cons and all that stuff. But you can increase your happiness level by sitting down and write and having a, a gratitude journal. Maybe you've heard that idea before. But writing down every day something that you've been happy for, especially just before bed, you can even just mentally come up with three things that you're grateful for. Because what you do before you go to bed will kind of enhance and, and uh, magnify as you sleep. What you think of, what you're looking at, uh, what your thoughts are before sleep. That's probably one of the reasons I say you never go to sleep angry. Yeah, think of three things you're grateful for. Everybody can come up with three things that you can walk, that you had food today, that uh, there was sunshine. It could be the simplest thing. It could be the simplest thing, but people uh, often are so busy looking at what they don't have that they don't notice and appreciate and have gratitude for what they do have. So if you get into a mindset of gratitude and appreciation to those around you and just to your world in general and to yourself, to yourself for, for kindnesses you do for yourself. And then we can move on to being kind to yourself. Allowing yourself to not feel like you can't be happy until. So along with um, the idea of money and belongings, a lot of people, they feel like, well, I'll be happy when I get the next job. I'll be happy when I get the raise. I'll be happy when I get that degree. I'll be happy when I get that house. I'm sorry, I must have a hair in my face. You, you audio people can't see me, but I keep scratching my face. Um, I'll be happy when, whatever, when I lose the weight. I'll be happy when I... Those things can add to your happiness, but like I said before, there are these things that you get up there and then you're going to find another reason to be happy unless you learn to have an ongoing gratitude, an ongoing appreciation, an ongoing sense and setup to be happy instead of setting yourself up to be unhappy. And what it comes down to is you have this choice, but you may be in the habit and the mental pattern of going negative, of leaning toward the negativity, of always being the victim who doesn't have enough, or if only, if only, well, if this, if that, then I'd be happy. And, uh, you know, even sometimes people, you know, things have to, to, two edges, like the two-edged sword. So, for example, somebody has a big house. They're so happy they got their big house. And then all they complain about is the mortgage, the upkeep, all the work they have to do. <laughs> and so 
even when you get that thing that's going to make you happy, then you find ways to make that thing a source for unhappiness. Um, expensive car, got the expensive car, but guess what? Then the expensive car costs a lot more to you know, take care of. You have to take it to the dealership. You can't just take it to the regular mechanic or do it yourself. So there are these things that we can acquire, but then we might use to decide we're unhappy, right? So even if you lost a bunch of weight, now you got to go buy a whole new wardrobe and you don't have the money and your clothes are too big. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. There are some people and maybe it's you if you're listening to this and you hear any of this sounding like you, here's your chance to you know, be more aware and to turn it around and to stop the unhappy thoughts and start the happy thoughts. So don't let your achievements or your acquisitions become even more reason to build unhappiness. There are uh, lots of tests out there you can take just for uh, personal information that are uh, you can test your level of happiness and I'm going to put some links down there for you there are also courses on happiness books on happiness uh, programs for that you can work through uh, I don't have a program on happiness but I'm putting this out there with ideas for you to really think about if you want to be happy you have ultimate power over creating your own happiness it's not from outside. You can choose your environment. You can also choose, you know, happy environment, or you can choose environment that just feeds that level of dissatisfaction. Something else I'd like you to consider is if you are someone who continually finds themselves complaining, dissatisfied, feeling put upon, you might be getting what's called a um, of course, now I went blank on the word, but uh, a secondary gain, that's the word. You might be getting a secondary gain. That means you might say, oh, I want to be happy. Uh, but, well, the, the secondary gain might be you find people give you attention because they feel sorry for you. You um, may also have created that as your identity. And it would mean a change in who you are inside a lot of people, we have an identity and it might just be who you've decided you are. It might just be a really, really bad habit. Just like smoking or biting nails can be a bad habit. It can be changed into, you know, get rid of it and change it into a good habit, change into the positive you that you want to be and see if you're not stopping yourself because there's some sort of, benefit from being unhappy if you find you get other people's attention because you're unhappy stop yourself you can you don't need that attention first off you don't need attention for being unhappy if you got rid of that you could find yourself building happiness inside where you don't feel a need for uh, for that sort of uh, support you can build your own internal support, find happy people to be around instead of like-minded people that want to be unhappy together. You see what I'm saying? 
you will find that you will, and there's a lot out there about this, what you put out there is what you attract. And this is one of those ways. If you work on yourself being happy, choosing happy thoughts, looking for the positivity in things, you're going to find yourself with more communication, more people that feel that way, more things coming your way, that you're going to start recognizing wonderful things happening for you that you might have overlooked before, really wonderful people coming into your life that you might not have met because your energy of dissatisfaction and unhappiness was not a good match for them. And you might never have even gotten into conversation, or if you did, maybe it fizzled out because they were that happy energy and you were not. So express your happy energy. Express your sense of gratitude. Take the time to focus on how you're behaving inside and outside and change that behavior if you need to toward a more positive, happier, pleasant outlook. And don't rely on the external world to bring you happiness. Create your happiness and it will flow in. That was a little bit of a simplistic thing, but I hope it gave you some thought about how to create your happiness, what you might be doing to uh, not be happy, and how you can change it. So thanks for being here, and I will see you next time on Intuitive Journey with Desiree. Bye. Be happy.